Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a cold Thursday morning. At least the week's flying by for us, you know. Yeah, but I looked at the end. This, we don't harp on the weather. Come on, let's do our weather forecast. All right, all right. (laughs) I thought maybe once this cold snap, maybe things would warm up. Go back to spring. And it will next week, (laughs) but not right away. It's still going to stay cold, Lord heavens. Uh, let's look. Let's look. You're right. It does kind of get back into the 50s a little bit for a minute, but uh, that's not bad. I, I'm, you know, personally, I like dressing up nice, nice little sweater, collared shirt. You know, it's my time to shine. It's I holidays. don't. I know you don't ever. T- <laughs> he doesn't take his puffy jacket off the whole time he's here now. Oh, God love you. So do you want the good news or the bad news first? Well, let's go to the bad news. First. Bad we'll news. Kansas City Chiefs yesterday had eight players on the injury report. Now, you want the good news? Good news. Chargers had nine. <laughs> yeah, but, they, but the mediocre news in that is the Chargers got some of their receivers back. Yes. And the Chiefs have three receivers on the sick list. McCole Hardman with an abdominal, I'm not sure I understand this, but an abdominal injury and illness. I guess you can have both of them at the same time. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is just plain sick. He has some kind of an internal intestinal bug of some sort. He'll be back. He'll be able to play. But Juju Smith-Schuster probably will not. He's going to be in that concussion protocol probably for a while. It's a pretty good hit that he took. And the NFL is very careful about keeping these guys under close surveillance, so I wouldn't count on him being in there Sunday. McCole Hartman, who knows? You still have Kadarius Tony in there, and this kid has shown something. I think he's going to be a very good player. He is, but seeing Juju, MBS, and Cole on the sideline, that's a little scary. But I think McCall comes back. There's no way Juju's going to clear protocol before Sunday. I don't think he will. But it, he might, but I really doubt it. I think uh, he may be uh, out a couple weeks. I think at least at least this game. Uh, Marquez, um, but we do get Frank Clark back, right? That he can't receive. I, you He's know what? <laughs> Crazier things have happened. <laughs> well, you never know. We'll put you in a uniform and send you to the West Coast. All right. Tonight, on paper, should be an okay Thursday night football game. Now, we are all, we being Kansas City Chiefs fans, are going to be wearing the Cheesehead uh, mascots tonight while we watch Thursday night football because we definitely want Tennessee to lose because it does have, in a way, AFC implications. It does. There's no question about that. Uh, Tennessee will be at a major disadvantage playing up in Green Bay and it's going to be it, it'll be dry that's the key it will be dry but it will also be cold they're talking about it being in the mid 20s at kickoff and falling well Green Bay is accustomed to that heck Aaron Rodgers even though he's a California kid he has been in that Green Bay climate forever and ever he knows how to handle things the Titans do not they will play tonight at Lambeau Field. They'll have, what, 75, 80,000 fans there. They're all crazy up there. I wouldn't go out in that cold weather. My gosh, everything gets stiff and sore when you get old. Anyway, they will play. That's the game tonight, Tennessee and Green Bay, and they'll play Thursday night game, of which I'm not in favor, but that's the way the NFL has things, and that's the way it'll be. I think it's going to be a good game, and uh, we're, what, week 11 now? So uh, we're getting closer and closer to the end of the playoffs. For your fantasy team, so if you've got guys on your fantasy team, you're going to want to watch that game. We'll be at Coyotes tonight starting at 7 o'clock. Why don't you ask me who my, who's on my fantasy team? I didn't, I, I've been trying to keep it on the DL because I'm still... 
undefeated. Well, my fantasy team, my quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. Oh, drop, dude, drop him week three. Are you kidding me? I have no control over my fantasy team because I don't give a damn. Well, oh my God, he's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I picked up field. I, someone had actually picked up Fields in the first couple weeks, and then when he was kind of stumbling a little bit, dropped him. I started Brady, and he's been absolutely nothing. Um, and so I can't remember who my backup was, uh, but I ended up, I think it was Trevor Lawrence. I honestly think I had Trevor Lawrence. Hey, in my you're backup. giving me hell on your well, team. Well, I didn't start him. I didn't start him. I didn't start him. You have him on your team. I didn't start him, There though. may be a time when you do He's, have to start no, him. No, I dropped him. Hey, picked keep up Justin. Fields because Fields is an up-and-coming. He's going to be an all-pro. If he gets with another team or the Chicago Bears get some improvement there, he's going to be pretty good. Hell yeah, he is. He's been lights out, and it's been awesome to see. All right, now Lady Bears host Oklahoma State tonight. Night. Mm-hmm. You going to go watch some basketball? I think I might watch a little bit of it. Oklahoma State is unproven. The Cowgirls, this is their first road game. They are 3-0, and and they have wins over great powers like Texas Rio Grande, Northwestern State, which is Natchitoches, Louisiana. That's where four of the Bears players went with their coach. And Oral Roberts beat them in their most recent game, 103-66. to There are many transfers on this Oklahoma State team, and they have a new coach, J.C. Holt. Uh, Hoyt, I should say, J.C. Hoyt. She was the coach at Missouri-Kansas City last year, and now she's down with uh, the Oklahoma State Cowgirls. And what they've done is they've loaded up on transfers, had a lot of kids leave the team. So this will be their first true test. I think they have good athletes. They can probably score pretty well, but it'll be a nice test for the Lady Bears. Anytime you get a, a Power 5 team in there, and certainly Oklahoma State is that, it's always a good test. How did the Missouri State Bears do on their first road test last night? They dropped a game that they had a great chance to win out in Provo, Utah, and I think this is probably indicative of the fact that there are 14 new players on this team. They're not together. Lost to Brigham Young on a shot with one point five seconds remaining. Mm. Second and a half. Freshman kid took the ball at the end of the court, drove the length of the court, and hit a jump shot off the backboard, and Brigham Young defeated Missouri State 66 to 64. The kid was a freshman. His name is Dalen Hall, and Hall took this ball and was unimpeded. That's why I say the Bears are, are really not quite together yet. He was picked up by nobody as he crossed the center court line. And he said, well, nobody guarding me. He just drove to the right of the base or the foul line, drove to the right. It got slightly jostled by one of the Bears defenders down there. That was no problem. Fell back, jump shot, banked it in from about 10 feet out. Never should have been that close. But that comes from a team that is not together yet, doesn't know all the defensive schemes. Bears are learning. They have some good players on their ball club. They had they fell behind by 10 points, Missouri State did, in the second half, but rallied to win. I'm not convinced that Brigham Young is all that good a team. Bears, we're going to have to wait. They have Middle Tennessee State coming in here to play on Saturday. Middle Tennessee State's pretty good. But the Bears fall on their first road trip, 66-64. How they're going to do the rest of the season, I think it's going to be a work in progress. Definitely, but I kind of remember you saying that phrase a lot last year. They're not all together, and that's kind of scary for me going but into this season. they did come on toward the end of they the year. They did, they did, they did. Let's just hope they can come on a little bit sooner than later than like last season. All right, yesterday we got the uh, Cy Young Award winners in Major League Baseball. Any surprises there? Not, a, not in the least. National League Cy Young Award winner, and uh, you could see it coming, Sandy. Alcantara from the Miami Marlins is a former Springfield Cardinal. Played up here when the Cardinals traded him to Miami for 
Osuna. Oh my goodness, what a deal that was. I remember us remarking, I'm not sure this is a real good deal. Alcantara can be a big winner, and he has been. He's a really good pitcher. And under 3-point ERA, he wins the National League Cy Young Award. American League Cy Young Award, no surprise. Justin Verlander, about to be 40 years old, 18-4 and on the year for the Houston Astros. Under 3-point ERA, guy's a great pro. He's also a free agent. What's he going to do now? Yeah, somebody going to take a chance with a 40-year-old, even though he's a Cy Young Award winner? Yeah. Somebody will, but it won't be a five- or six-year deal like he wants. No, and it probably won't get a whole lot of money, but at the same time, he could definitely help someone. Oh, I think league. so. He doesn't or at least need, a season or two. Money. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not like us. All right, well, we talked about the Missouri State Bears. Now let's talk about the rest of college basketball. Well, the Drury University Panthers went on the road to Claremore, Oklahoma last night, played Rogers State, and Rogers State beat Drury 85-71. Drury is also... Uh, has a lot of new players on their team, and they're coming together. I think they will in time, but right away they they do need some work. Arkansas played the Jackrabbits last night, South Dakota State. And South Dakota State's in the Bears football conference, but not in basketball. Nonetheless, Arkansas was a 71-56 winner over the South Dakota State Jackrabbits from Brookings, South Dakota. The headline game of the night was number two Gonzaga against number 11 Texas. And they played down in Austin, Texas. Oh, my goodness. The Longhorns were ready for this one. 93-74. to 74 Wow. Beat Gonzaga. That Damn. will knock Gonzaga out of number two real quick. And then uh, one involving a Missouri Valley Conference team, Evansville played Cape, Southeast Missouri. Simo. Simo won. 67 to 61. 67-61. the winner over Evansville. Wow. At hmm. Evansville. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Well, we might be seeing a change in the Garden College basketball right before our eyes, Ned. All right. Well, I hate to send you out in the cold again, but uh, now you got to get out of here, and I'll see you tomorrow, sir. <laughs>